Hi, everybody, and welcome to the John Meyer Podcast. This podcast is all about our guests from around the world and highlighting their passions in tech and in the community. Our topic today is what are the cloud intelligent dashboards and what's new with them? Our guest today is Yuri, who is a principal technical account manager at AWS. He helps his customers build highly reliable, cost-effective systems and achieve operational excellence while running workloads in AWS. Please join me in welcoming Yuri to the show. Yuri, thanks for joining me. Yeah, hi, everyone. Uh, and thank you, John, for inviting me. Really happy to be here. So uh, let's have a chat about FinOps and all around. And yeah, I'm originally from Ukraine, and but at the moment based out of Luxembourg. Well, Yuri, before we jump into the Kudos dashboards, how about we give the audience a little bit of backstory about yourself? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I'm uh, at the moment I'm with AWS and been here for uh, a bit more than four years uh, in the role of uh, principal technical account manager. And my, let's say, day-to-day job is to help enterprise support customers to optimize everything on AWS and to make sure that, you know, they run workloads in an optimized way according to our best practices and well-architected framework. And cost is very important part of, of this, right? And cost is concerned to every customer. Cost also reflects many other architectural uh, architectural parts of workloads. And it happened to be that cost became actually my, uh, my, my passion. Yeah, and optimizing the cost became one of my, my kind of pet projects, which... Uh, we, together with a couple of other passionate uh, Amazonians, uh, launched around three years ago, uh, which actually turned out to be uh, what we know now as Cloud Intelligence Dashboards or uh, Kudos Dashboard, and keep it and keeps growing and keeps uh, being used by uh, by many, many, many customers. Before joining AWS, I worked in uh, different other companies, uh, mostly was helping building some data-intensive distributed systems in the role of systems architect or software developer. And before that, also ran uh, uh, DevOps teams uh, for mission-critical workloads for uh, telecom operators. Well, Yuri, let's jump into the cloud intelligent dashboards. What are they? Well, cloud intelligence dashboards is a set of open source templates uh, in Amazon QuickSight, which every customer can deploy in their accounts and get ready to be used, actionable, insightful dashboards on top of their spend and usage, which actually helps them to, first of all, to get great visibility on top of their cost, usage, and different other operational aspects of their workloads, like of performance, fault tolerance, and um, and also cloud intelligence dashboards allow you allow customers to uh, customize the dashboards yeah because we use Amazon QuickSight and everything in QuickSight you can basically share within entire organization and you can customize so those dashboards allow you to um, to actually build on top and fine-tune the solution to your unique business need uh, maybe to build some CEO dashboard or to build some you know like uh, different uh, dashboards for different personas within FinOps because we we actually know that one size doesn't fit all so uh, that's one of the main uh, main interesting things and cloud intelligence dashboard so actually has uh, it's it's a name of the project yes yeah? so it's what we um, what we how we call it and uh, within the project we have several dashboards like Kudos one uh, our the most popular dashboard then 
Post Intelligence dashboards and KPI dashboard, Trusted Advisor, which also known as Tao Compute Optimizer. So we have many, many different dashboards, purpose-built dashboards, which actually help customers to uh, visualize, get enhanced visibility, visualize their workloads, and uh, and also op uh, optimize them as well. All right, Yuri, I was under the impression that the Cloud Intelligent Dashboards, which was also referenced as Kudos, but it turns out that Kudos is just a dashboard underneath the Cloud Intelligent Dashboards. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's, that's correct. And we started with... Uh, cost intelligence dashboards more than three years ago. Then we, on top of that, uh, me and uh, one more uh, technical account manager from Luxembourg, Timur, we built together Kudos, which uh, where we added a lot of operational insights, where we made it like uh, made it uh, for customers and uh, who would like to dive deeper into their, you know, like cost uh, per per resource. Cost per, you know, cost per some um, like API operations. So basically, we go very, very deep deep into the very, very, very deep into details, and uh, yeah. So and and we named it Kudos, and it became very, very popular. So we have a lot of customers who use it. We have a lot of technical account managers who use it uh, internally with customers as well. So uh, that's why it's 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 common that people know us under name Kudos. Uh, because it's our the most popular dashboard, but we have more than we. This approach of, you know, creating and pre-building templates for the customers, which customers then can deploy in their accounts. This approach really became very popular, and uh, then we extended it. We built, for example, dashboard which visualizes trusted advisor data, which is called Tao, and we also have a dashboard for compute optimizer, and we keep expanding uh, this um, this approach to. Uh, even further domains. So we have now dashboard for sustainability. Uh, we have a dashboard for cost uh, and usage from Azure uh, on AWS. So we actually see that customers love to have the single pane of glass uh, for uh, their cost usage and everything cloud related in Amazon QuickSight and use uh, we use QuickSight as a you know their uh, go-to tool to uh, share these reports and dashboards within organizations. Yuri, the Cloud Intelligent dashboards were created three years ago, or the, the name and everything was created three years ago. What was your first dashboard created? Was it the Kudos or did you have a different variation of it? And let's talk about how it's progressed. Yeah, it, it, we started with uh, Cost Intelligence dashboard and it was created by uh, Ellie Whitman back then. And then uh, Cost Intelligence dashboard gives customers a great visibility uh, on a higher levels. Yes, so it's usually we see that uh, more like uh, financial or executive people use it. And then we took cost intelligence dashboard together with uh, my colleague Timur back then and built a Kudos dashboard on top of it. And where we actually, as a Tams, you know, we added a lot of insights which we used to present customers during our management business reviews, cost optimization reviews. So actually we've put pretty much all the knowledge and experience which Tams have in the field to the dashboard so every customer can have this, you know, uh, as a self-service tool. Uh, so we came up basically back then with uh, with the name of Kudos. We tried to uh, play with cost and usage dashboard. Yeah, and then uh, there was idea around then, you know, we want to hear Kudos for Kudos. And we came up with uh, with this name. 
You know, I keep using the pun kudos to you guys just because of the name. I think it's cool. I think it's it definitely fits everything that you guys are trying to do. One of the questions I have is you created these dashboards uh, three years ago and you're working because back then when everybody was going to the cloud, you know, cost wasn't a factor. We weren't thinking about it. But in recent years, FinOps has come around, right? It's been very popular. The culture, everything's been shifting towards that cost in your cloud has going up and understanding it that it does cost rather than having a traditional data center. But if you use the cloud for what it was meant to be, then your costs won't be as much as you were originally thought. My question for you for these dashboards is now that they're three years old, is there ever a thought to have them as a standard by AWS that's automatically deployed within your account for visibility? Well, it's um, so we, we we still keep innovating, yes. Yeah? So we we de we, de we developed them three years ago, but we during this time we were adding new visuals, we were adding you know new cap capabilities to existing dashboards, we were adding new dashboards, and we based at the moment as in AWS Well Architected Lab, uh, and we are part of AWS Well Architected Labs. Customers can easily deploy these dashboards by running cloud uh, formation templates. Uh, deployment takes usually around you know, from 20 to like uh, 25 minutes. It's very easy and simple. And we actually working close with our service teams who, you know, run uh, billing console and uh, all experience around. And we actually work very, very closely on, you know, uh, the next steps of how to bring these dashboards closer to the customer. So uh, like this work is in progress, I would say, but overall, it's for customers. It's 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 really about you know the deployment part. It's it's one time operation. They deploy it once, but then they have it all in QuickSight, and then they keep using uh, dashboards in the QuickSight, and they share within their uh, their uh, engineering teams, uh, product owners, and other FinOps related personas. So it's you know deployment part. I would say it's uh, not the most critical here. It's like rather the next usage of the dashboard is more more critical. But we are part of well-architected well labs now, so let's say we um, it's 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 pretty much official. <laughs> well, I like that you're actually. Let's talk about that. You're part of the well-architected labs. This is newly released landing page that you were actually posting on social media. What's it yeah. been? Uh, three weeks now. Do you have some stuff you can share with us? Oh yeah, absolutely. So as I mentioned, we are part of well-architected labs, and let me. Uh, present here a bit to share a screen. So we have uh, in well-architected labs, we have uh, labs for different uh, pillars of well-architected framework, like as you can see here, operational excellence, security, reliability. And we used to be in the cost optimization section uh, or a pillar of well-architected labs. But with the time, we actually uh, a bit overgrown uh, cost section because we have, for example, trusted advisor dashboard, which shows also recommendations and risks for security, for fault tolerance, for um, performance. Um, now we have also, we are working on, uh, yeah, we released also sustainability dashboard, which covers sustainability uh, domain, right? Or sustainability pillar. So we, um, together with Well Architected team, we decided, hey, uh, we pretty much can be as it's a, it can be hosted in the top level section because we cover visibility for other well-architected pillars, right? We try to uncover 
like how to identify what we're talking about in well-architected framework or white papers, how now to, you know, to visualize it all and make, make sense out of it. So that's why we now moved to this top level section in uh, well-architected labs. Uh, here you can find us cloud intelligence dashboards. And this page acts as a reference page for all our dashboards. So uh, as a reference, what I mean is the actual deployment guides are could be hosted on other different platforms. So you can you can see here there's a lot of a lot of links. So you can have a look at our demo dashboards. Uh, so here's example of kudos. And also you can uh, go to details page, for example, and read more about dashboard itself, uh, like some details, descriptions, and go to deployment guide, right? And then follow the deployment steps, how to deploy the dashboard and as I mentioned, it's pretty easy. There are like a couple of cloud formation templates which you need to run um, and get it all deployed. Uh, so yeah, and for some dashboards here, we have uh, references to other workshops like sustainability proxy metrics. It's uh, hosted in sustainability well-architected lab. So if you go to deploy here, you will be actually in well-architected sustainability pillar, right? And the dashboard located there. That's why we decided that it really makes sense here to have this reference page with all the links. So it's like, you know, like dashboard portfolio for customers, which they can choose uh, which dashboard to, to deploy, which dashboards to have a look in a demo and, and make a decision later. And we also try to kind of target um, a link to target audience who might be interested in those dashboards. Yuri, I was going to ask you why the cloud intelligent dashboards were part of the well-architected labs. And I can understand why, based off the, the deployments that are happening, the dashboards that you have available, uh, the sustainability, uh, the cost optimization, you're going into operational excellence. I can see the dashboards as part of the well-architected labs, but will they be part of the well-architected framework at any point, or they're just there available for people to utilize, test out, and get a feel for what they're going to be like in their environment? We actually already part of well-architected framework. So uh, uh, cost optimization, well-architected white paper and recommendations which you gave in the, which you have in the tool, they already reference cloud intelligence dashboards in some in some sections. So we already part of uh, well-architected framework. So um, for example, when we talk about cost visibility and there are like different set of recommendations. So like there are recommendations about uh, deployment of cloud intelligence dashboards to get uh, to get this very detailed cost visibility. Oh, I like it that the well-architected framework is referencing the dashboards that it's a su suggestion, right? It's a recommendation yeah. to deploy these out within your environment to get full visibility into the cost of any type of workload based under the well-architected review process. Absolutely, yeah, that's, that's, that's the goal, right? And also, uh, like then we in in the dashboards we try to you know to visualize and to help customers to make to simplify the reasoning about what we what we actually talk about in well-architected white papers and framework uh, as well. Sustainability here is also a very interesting example because in uh, well-architect uh, in sustainability well-architected white paper we talk about uh, proxy metrics here how to assess like uh, your uh, sustainability improvements. And um, and we we describe those pro proxy metrics, but in the sustainability dashboard, we actually visualize those proxy metrics, so customers can now connect, you know, connect the white paper to their 
uh, to their data. Yuri, talk to me about the latest things that are happening in the Kudus dashboards. Maybe, uh, will they ever be a part of TAO? Yeah, so let's let let's have a look. So there are a couple of recent uh, interesting releases which uh, which we we've done in uh, like I would say uh, previous couple of months. So let me switch to to the demo dashboard and let's go to Tao. It's uh, our dashboard for trusted advisor. It's available for customers who on. Uh, business enterprise and on RAM support uh, because simply the trusted advisor is uh, available for, uh, uh, for for those customers. Uh, and here in the dashboard, you can find summary tab uh, for your like high level overview uh, of uh, trusted advisor checks across different well-architected pillars uh, like security, fault tolerance, performance cost optimization with amount of flagged resources with you know monthly prog uh, monthly progress towards mitigation um, and also here we uh, have a separate tabs like you know details about security and with resource level granularity for different checks and the same for us like for cost optimization you can see what are your idle database instances and what's the estimated savings, etc. But what we recently included to summary uh, tab is uh, customers often asked to have ability to dive deeper into trends in a single place without you know jumping between tabs. So what we added here is so-called trusted advisor explorer, a feature like like we call it. So here on the right side you have all your linked accounts with monthly trends of flagged resources. On the left side, you have all the trusted advisor checks with amount of flagged resources, right? And you can basically easily understand, okay, look, here is some account which had like 574 checks in February. You can interactively click on it and then rest of the visuals would be filtered based on your selection. So now you actually looking into that particular account. And as you can see, there are some different security recommendations like cost, etc. But you can find, hey, here's like the some some recommendations or checks which have the most resources here. So you can click on the check as well. And then here, detailed view will be um, also filtered based on your selection. And you will have all resource IDs, all accounts, so all regions. So you, you can easily then know, okay, here's what I focus, I should focus on. Maybe you can go later to security tab and view in more details or view uh, more trends, but this is like a single place which allows you to dive deeper in pretty much any trusted advisor check and resources with, you know, resource IDs, uh, which concerned, which basically flagged by trusted advisor. Yuri, I can see this as very powerful for everybody for visualization within a single place I think the Trusted Advisor Explorer definitely caters to the FinOps community and those who that are trying to visualize everything and just just be able to accomplish those tasks or to see where they can kind of tackle some of those challenges within their cost optimization, within their environment. It's I, th This is really awesome that you guys put this together. Yeah, and, um, and we, as I mentioned, we like, we keep adding features to our dashboards and customers can uh, update dashboards when if they have like deployed previous versions, they can basically uh, run uh, update uh, and, and get the latest version with all those new features.
Well, actually, talk to me about the update. How does that process work? So I've deployed out this dashboard following the well-architected labs and the deployment guide. But now you guys put out a new update for it, and I want those features. Is, is it a rip down or is it just an add-on that updates the existing deployment? Yeah, it's as simple as running three commands in your cloud shell. So it's like you need to install our Python module CID CMD and then run CID CMD update. It will discover which dashboards you have at the moment, will discover which dashboards like pending updates where we have a latest version of template which are not, which is not available, which uh, is late, like which is more recent than uh, the version of the dashboard which you have deployed, and you just pick the dashboard from the list and you get it updated. Or you can watch the video here where uh, actually we cover this in uh, step by step. But it's super easy, and customers always have a way how to get latest version of the dashboards um, and get all the new features which we provide. Yuri, talk to me about FinOps a little bit and that there's different personas that want to see different variations of it from the engineering to the finance to the CIOs to the business managers. Uh, you were talking about how QuickSight and the Cloud Intelligent dashboards cater to those different personas that are available to it. Is it as simple as a drop down and I want to select my certain persona that I've already set up or is there an additional configuration that needs to be done? Once you deploy the dashboard, yeah, you have it pretty much in this state as is. Yeah, you can share it with different ways, which uh, we have different way uh, mechanisms which support uh, which QuickSight supports. For example, you can share it via Identity Center uh, if you use uh, things like SSO, or you can even share dashboard via email. Yeah, so uh, in many cases we see that. Some FinOps personas usually don't log into a AWS console, especially like finance people yeah, or executives. They, or some uh, finance personas like product owners or maybe engineering leads, they need visibility over just a group of accounts. Yes, only. And if you look at uh, what you can do in AWS console, you can either like see everything if you log into payer account or you can see like account per account basis and you need to log into every account. So here we actually consolidating all, all the information. By the way, in the, in the dashboards, you can consolidate data from multiple payers in one single place. So it's like you, you connect your all AWS organizations in one single place. And then, um, yeah, you can share dashboard. Uh, you can apply QuickSight role level security where you actually allow your engineers or allow your um, other FinOps personas to see only data which they should see. And you basically map linked accounts to uh, to your QuickSight users. And it's very powerful because it it actually uh, enables these use cases where you know you, you want to share some group of accounts with, with someone, but you don't want to share entire organizational data. And then uh, what you what what else you can do is in QuickSight you can create so-called analysis or editable version of the dashboard. Um, and there, it's just you can do it via, via just a few clicks, like you, you click Save As and, and you, you, created, uh, you created an analysis. And there you can see all the columns, all the fields which we use, all the logic which is used here. You can reshuffle and change the position of the visuals. You can create a new tab, for example. So it's pretty much easy to do because it's in QuickSight, which is BI tool, which, you know, is built for... Um, uh, for for ease of creation of this kind of visualization. So you can 
many customers actually build on top and they learn how we calculate in particular th- particular things like you know savings in discounts in a single place for all your kind of savings plans spot you know all refunds etc in one single place so customers learn how to calculate that all because it's it's pretty much not very trivial yeah it's 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 quite challenging so that's why they actually love and that's very 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 common pattern is to take these dashboards and customize and build on top. Yuri, I can see the power at anybody's fingertips to customize the dashboards for their specific needs and visualization. Is there ever a possibility that there's just too much data for them to realize? I mean, I I can see the value in all the data, but at one point, I don't want to say analysis by paralysis, but there's just too much data that it's hard to understand what you need to do next, what you need to tackle, what's the what's driving my cost up? Yeah, absolutely. And that's why you can, you know, you can, I call sometimes kudos as a, you know, supermarket of the visuals or visual, visualization. So you can find the ones that matter for you and and just move them into separate tab, which like makes sense for you, which, 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 which matters for you. So that's what you can do. Um, another thing is I, in this case, I would really, um recommend also to explore our KPI dashboard because KPI dashboard actually allows you to, you know, it provides you set of predefined cost optimization KPIs, like a percentage of your workloads running on previous EC2, the generations of EC2 instances or a percentage of your workloads running on Spot or on Graviton or like amount of volumes, EBS volumes, which use GP, GP, GPS3 over the most cost-efficient uh, EBS volume types. And interesting part that you can actually set your own goals here. So if you want to migrate RDS to Graviton, you can set your goal like 90 or 100%. You can you might want to set EBS uh, GP3 migration to 90%. You can adjust your goals here. And then you can see like pretty much in very structured way, you can see where you are, what's your monthly progress, right? Um, whether you achieve, what's your goal? Uh, so whether you achieved it or not so it actually allows you to you know to simplify this reasoning about so it's it's pretty much straight to the point what you should track and where you are with this but another added value is that you also estimate potential savings uh, which you can get if you achieve the goal so for example uh, for, for for different goals you can see what you can save or what you could say save previous months. So first of all, you can easily understand. Okay, so we optimize it by you know by around seven uh, k our potential savings. So it's good. Another thing is we can prioritize the efforts. So we could see what was what is the most impactful change, and also assess how hard it would be for us to implement. So for example, migrate to spot might be not the easiest exercise. But migrating uh, to GP3 might be much easier, right? So, and we can see that GP3, migration to GP3 brings pretty decent amount of savings. I mean, in this demo customer. So that actually allows you to like prioritize the efforts as well. Yuri, this is very clean and powerful. The KPI dashboards, I think, is something I recommend anybody actually deploying it up because it's one of those hidden costs or one of those hidden things that you're not visualizing or you can't visualize it's very clean for that you're let me switch gears a little bit what's next for kudos what's happening well yeah so uh, next we keep uh keep adding new functionality so we're exploring a lot of additional 
visuals which we want to add related to analytics services, uh, including QuickSight, for example. Um, another part is we are going to also work on some uh, performance optimization of uh, of some visuals to you know to optimize them to to be loaded very fast, regardless of the size of your cost and usage report. Because as I mentioned, customers often combine multiple payers in one single uh, place, and that sometimes for very large customers, it you know it might uh, be loading uh, a bit slower. So we are going to optimize performance. So it's regardless of your size will be super, super fast and uh, the performance will be stable. Uh, one more thing what we are going to uh, to release also in, uh, we, we, are go we are working on a couple of new dashboards. Uh, so we uh, we will release, I think in nearest future, like new dashboards, so stay, stay, stay tuned. Um, and yeah, and also we are working with service teams to, you know, to get this experience kind of part of, uh, part of, uh, standard service offering so that's that's our kind of our our part uh, of, of what we are doing and uh, one more thing is that we recently joined finops foundation as aws so i and we also joined the um, uh, focus uh, focus group uh, for open cost and usage specification so i think it's a lot of potential there as well you know to actually like aligned to focus terminology, uh, what we have in our existing dashboards, then also contribute to focus specification and then, you know, also um, use specification into uh, evolution of, of our dashboards as well. Well, Yuri, speaking of uh, joining the FinOps Foundation, reInvent is actually coming up. What's happening for the cloud intelligent dashboards and FinOps at reInvent? Yeah, so we have plenty of, of, of sessions and actually I think um, we have a whole blog post about that. So let me just bring it to the screen and uh, where we have outlining all the FinOps related sessions or majority of FinOps related sessions. So uh, here we, you, you, can, you can find it in, uh, in internet, right? So, and we have quite a lot. Yeah, we have breakout sessions, we have workshops. And they mostly uh, around entire, you know, AWS uh, service offering for FinOps. And for cloud intelligence dashboards specifically, we have uh, this year, we have a workshop, COP 312, track and visualize cost effectiveness of your workloads and KPI targets, where we will be providing uh, participants a hands-on um, experience, right? So they would be able to uh, use the dashboards and customize the dashboards in their accounts and actually build um, build business unit uh, metrics uh, by combining AWS cost and usage with some business metrics like, you know, cost per customer, cost per transaction and things like that and actually bringing this all together. So in QuickSight, it's quite, uh, quite easy to do. So we will be running this kind of labs during this workshop. Um, and also we will have a breakout session in architecture track, COP uh, 319, where uh, we are going to talk uh, with Mike Graf from Dolby uh, about, you know, in impact of customer culture and FinOps in general to overall health of customer workloads and architecture, yeah, and other well-architected domains. And we also might have a some guest speakers there as well, together with us. Uh, but uh, uh, let's see closer to the dates.
Yuri, how many sessions or workshops are you doing at this year's reInvent? So, yeah, I'm participating in the workshop and also the architecture breakout session, uh, but uh, also like involved into helping some uh, other folks. We, I think we, we, like what I like in preparations to reInvent that a lot of FinOps uh, related uh, professionals, right? And, and enthusiasts actually come together and help each other on different different topics and different sessions. So, like, if someone has some, you know, particular uh, part of, like, KPIs or something like that, so we actually work together with, with everyone who are uh, involved into that and helping each other to make content better, to just bring, like, more diverse experience or diverse opinions on the, like, feedback. And that's what I really, really like in our preparations to reinvent, that we actually act as a one big team of all the field FinOps specialists who uh, then come with the best possible content for our customers. Yuri, are you looking forward to one specific session that either you're presenting or somebody's presenting at reInvent that you'd like to highlight for the audience? Well, look, I would suggest like pick pick your session uh, as um, I, I will be uh, like I cannot attend sessions, right? So um, it's like I, I'm not considering them from a standpoint of what could be useful or not. I would say for every customer, it's better to assess where they are in terms of their FinOps journey. If they're looking for more kind of hands-on or more um, practical advices, which would be kind of, which they can take out of, of the session and go and implement, the better to uh, better for them to attend workshops or uh, Chuck Talks, or yeah, so so like something which, or builder session, right? Um, breakout sessions more, uh, better would fit for, you know, for maybe decision makers, for visionaries, for uh, more kind of uh, people who are involved not in hands-on building, but rather uh, deciding how you are building stuff, right? And where you are, where where you are, where you are leading to. So for those people, I would recommend to you know to join breakout sessions. And yeah, as I mentioned, we have uh, also a session uh, ARC three hundred nineteen uh, in architecture track where uh, I will be presenting as well. So I would say choose your right session because reinvent it. Sometimes it's hard hard to you know to to navigate, hard to pick out of all the sessions which which ones you want to attend. So I would say, yeah, just just decide based on, you know, what experience you want to get. Yuri, I'm actually going to do another a little plug in here about our Faces and FinOps podcast that's happening at the Blue Wire Studios. Yuri and the entire team, we're going to have them in there talking more in depth about the cloud intelligence dashboards, uh, kudos, what's coming up, some of the releases, some of the events that are happening. Uh, definitely stay tuned for that. Yuri, are you looking forward to this awesome adventure out in the Blue Wire Studios? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think it's going to be great because we have such a cool lineup there. Yes, definitely don't miss this. The recording is happening on Monday. We're going to try to get it out as quick as possible. It will be releasing sometime in December, but stay tuned for that episode. Yuri, I got to wrap things up, but thank you so much for the in-depth conversation around not only the dashboards, uh, kudos, towel, uh, the KPIs, and everything that you're releasing. Also, what's happening at reInvent? Because I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, thanks. Um, also, thank you for this opportunity to, you know, to speak about cloud intelligence dashboards. Um, and yeah, looking forward to meet everyone at reInvent. Um, yeah, join our sessions related to FinOps. 
and also um, like when you will be passing passing by our uh, CFM or Finops uh, kiosk, just yeah, just pass by to say hi. Uh, most likely, when I'm not at the sessions, I will be somewhere around there. Yeah, definitely. Thank you, Yuri, so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Thank you. All right, everybody. This has been the John Meyer Podcast. Don't forget to hit that like, subscribe, and notify because guess what? We're out of here.